the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross, we're brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, May 18th, currently 10.06 on the East Coast, here to break down the Western Conference Finals preview. We'll get into some series betting. We'll talk about some player props. We'll talk about uh, our series predictions between the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors. We'll also recap what we saw last night from the game one in the Eastern Conference Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, as well as handicap game one of the Western Conference Finals. So first, joining me is my usual partner in crime, my esteemed co-host and colleague, living the life of villainy, my main man and brother Terrell Farman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this uh, Wednesday afternoon or morning, my man? <sighs> Go ahead. Why get must it out. I always do this, Moon Off? Why, why must I always do this? It's, have people not learned their lesson? Every Did they time, not get the memo? They, they, uh, I just had to let out like the Drake sigh in Duffy Freestyle. <laughs> why do people keep trying me? Because every time the trolls come and they try me, they try to say that I suck. I'm annoying. I'm obnoxious. I miss all my plays. But then here I go on a magical run. And then I go take a victory lap. And it's a problem. It's always a problem. It's, huh. I, I just, can, Mono, can I read the numbers off real quick for you? Yeah, go ahead. I don't, and you know, we, you, my boy, you know, we all competitive on the squad. So I don't yeah. mean no shade at this, but. Huh. So top 10 in tally site picks. Moonoff and I are one of the only cap, actually the only two cappers that, that ATS pick every single game for the season. Both of us over 50%. I hit 53%. 56% of my locks over the course of the season. Huh. But I miss every pick. <laughs> I hit one and then I miss 10. <laughs> it's so funny it's just so funny no it, i had a good time i ain't i won't trip and you know it's it i got thick skin you know where i come yeah. from it, it takes more to get to me but hey look numbers don't lie numbers don't lie i'm trying to tell you and tap into the wnba podcast tap into the wnba podcast 14 and 5 to start the season six dogs straight six and oh haven't missed a dog yet moon off tell them moon off tell them off. I, i'm trying my best real i'm retweeting all the pods that you're doing for wnba <laughs> i'm saying these guys are on fire i'm copying the picks if you're not following my nba playoff picks i'm not sure if you've seen who's sitting at number one on tally site i'll let you go look at that on who's number one there but 
<laughs> let's, let's put that to the side right now, Terrell. We have a very, very you got very, me in the playoffs. You got me in the playoffs. I'm not gonna lie. You got very me in the special guests also join us on the NBA gambling I'm podcast. I'm sorry you had to hear that. She joined me on the MLB gambling podcast. She's a friend of the network now. Now we have her on for the NBA gambling podcast. She's a betting host and betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook and for the MLB network and NBA TV. Boy, the resume just keeps growing larger and larger. But we all know her as the prop queen. It's Miss, and I put emphasis on the Miss. It's Ariel Epstein. Ariel, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule today to join us on the NBA Gambling Podcast. How are you doing today? Yes, ma'am. I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's funny you mentioned the missed thing. Uh, for anyone <laughs> that it. might have missed it on Twitter, I posted it on my Twitter at Ariel Epstein. I said, um, I was on a show Wager Talk uh, for Wager Talk, which is yeah. a great gambling network too. My friends on the show, my friend Jay, he kept saying, Mrs. Ariel Epstein. Well, he didn't say Ariel. That was the thing, Mrs. Epstein, because he didn't know how to say my name because he's from Texas. In Texas, he was just so confused from Ariel, Ariel, Ariel. He just kept messing it up. He didn't want to say Ariel. He yeah. just kept calling me my last name. Then he said Mrs. Yeah. I'm no Mrs. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't no Mrs., bro. <laughs> I thought that was uh, absolutely hilarious. It was funny that we were just talking offline where it was more of a baseball conversation, but we're here to talk about the NBA. Um, Let's just get into it from last night, uh, guys, and then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, Last night, game one, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Miami does get the victory, 118-107. They win the game by 11. But pretty much this story was that the Miami Heat came out in the second half, especially in that third quarter, uh, where we kind of expected, or at least I expected this Miami team to do what they were supposed to do throughout the game. But they won that third quarter, 39 to 14. The defense looked absolutely fantastic. Um, Ariel, let me start with you on the game last night in game one. Miami gets a victory by 11. They go up 1-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. What were your kind of takeaways from the game last night or anything that did in specific that stood out to you? First, what stood out to me is that slow starts don't shock me for the team that's more well-rested. However, the team that is well-rested will keep that endurance going throughout the entire game, not just in the heat of the moment in the first half. Mm-hmm. I was actually texting my friend, Hakeem Prophet, who is known by Ski Prophet on Twitter, yep. He told me this trend a couple of days ago, which led me to betting the Heat on the money line at minus 126 on Sunday night, right after the Eastern Conference Finals. And, or excuse me, the um, game between the Celtics, um, the game seven game ended with Boston. So I ended up going taking Heat money line. And that was because 75% straight up playoff home favorite rest versus a team that's not rested 46, 55 and one against the spread. There is something to be said about the well-rested home favorite versus a team that's coming off of a game seven to start a series. Mm -hmm. Miami scares me though, because this is exactly what I feared for this team. Miami has really good defense, but is it going to be similar to a team like Memphis or a team like Dallas that's going to need their all-star or somebody to go off every single game to carry the team. Jimmy Butler did that last night. Mm -hmm. Veteran knows how to play the game well. I mean, that's what he was talking about in his post-game press conference with Lisa Salters on the court. He just kept saying, I just stick to my game and I know how to play this game, et cetera. Mm -hmm. 
Well, he puts up 41 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. The problem is everyone else had a mediocre game. Bam at a bio, the Heat Center has to play better. 10 yeah. points, four rebounds. It's not, I mean, that's terrible. And that's the thing. Boston's going to be able to challenge their big men because Boston has the best defense right now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's what scares me about this series going forward for Miami. I thought Miami game one, I like the Celtics to win the series as long as they can get some of their players back healthy and out of COVID protocol. Yeah, I like the the what you said there about Bam has to play better last night because Boston, I thought that the Miami Heat would have the advantage inside with Bam Adebayo, but it really was guys like Daniel Tice and it was Robert Williams last night. And Boston, surprisingly, was plus eight in points inside the paint last night uh, between these two teams. And I think you're right that somebody else is going to have to step up um, for outside of Jimmy Butler to really contribute on the offensive side of the basketball. I really think that Tyler, Tyler Hero is going to be one guy I think that we had talked about when we were previewing the Eastern Conference Finals that he did have a pretty good game last night. He did finish up, I think, 17 or 18 points. But if he can get into that 20-plus range or around that 20-point mark, I think that's really going to only take that scoring pressure off of Jimmy Butler. But I tweeted this out last night. I think Jimmy Butler has been the best player in the postseason so far. I don't think that's a hot take, but what he's been able to do and really carry this Miami Heat team, um, getting the game one victory here against Boston um, and giving that 1-0 lead. But Terrell, let me kick it to you here. Uh, Game one um, reaction from last night. What what were your takeaways? Yeah, so it was – I wasn't surprised because, you know, and I dropped the nugget – or in the, um, what's it called, the comments when you were on the Mother Podcast with Sean and Ryan, and I was saying that, well, we include the playoffs, the Heat are 7-0 and coming off of four-plus days rest. Yeah. ATS. So mm-hmm. I knew that this was going to go in the Heat's direction at some point. The slow start wasn't, like, like as Ariel said, you know, it's to be expected, especially with Boston coming off that seven. They're a little bit warmer right now, but Tyre Lake's going to come. As far as Bam, I, I don't think Bam played as bad as everybody says. He Like, I, I know what the stat she says, and if I was Eric Spolstra, if when I look at the sheet, the thing that's going to really irk my nerves is that Bam had four attempts. Like as your right. as your big man, he can't have four attempts. When you sit here and you look at the teams left in the playoffs, you have Bam, you have Robert Williams, you have Kevon Looney, and you have Dwight Powell. Bam is by far the best center in the rest for the rest of the playoffs. He has to go out there and play like it. And you gotta feed him the ball and just let him work in the post. And he didn't get that opportunity too many times. He didn't even get a, a lot of assist chances because he just wasn't getting the ball down there. He was more of getting the ball on a high screen roll up at top of the key. And so he was he was facilitating from there. And then if they gave it to him, he took it. So it's not more of, hey, if I have an open lane, I'm going to take it and take the shot. Bam has to go out there and say, no, I'm going to create for myself and I'm going to get myself open. And that's when we'll see the better numbers come out from him. Yeah, and I think that, you know, a lot of times when we're watching the games, like the defense, the intangibles really don't show up in the stat sheet, right? And I think that if you were watching that third quarter, and I think that the first six or or seven attempts that the Boston Celtics did put up that the um, Miami Heat got actually blocked shots on those attempts. They had four blocked shots. Yeah, so they finished that game. Great defensive performance. His defensive performance was Mm -hmm. stellar. Yeah, and... And again, they had blocked 11 block shots last night. And then we know how we talk about how these are two of the two of the better defensive teams or the two best uh, remaining defensive teams are going back all the way to the season uh, in the NBA playoffs right now. But 
Um, yeah, game one in the bag here. Uh, we'll have game two on Thursday night between these two teams. Again, more importantly, look out for the injury report of whether or not Marcus Smart is going to play or not. But I believe if Al Horford did test positive, uh, they put him in the health and safety protocols. I expect him to be out another game. But again, importantly, check that injury report for betting this game as well. Um, let's get into the game that's tipping off tonight in the Western Conference Finals. We have the Dallas Mavericks coming off a uh, series victory against the defending Western Conference champions, the Phoenix Suns, and the Golden State Warriors with their guys healthy with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. They tip off game one tonight in San Francisco. I'll start with the series uh, first here, and then we'll get into game one here, guys. But um, I was kind of surprised to see that the Warriors were favored by minus 250 to win this series. But, Eric, let me start with you here. Uh, the season series, Dallas did win three games to one. I'm not sure how much we can really take away from that. But I know I said that Jimmy Butler has been the best player in my eyes in the postseason so far. I don't think Luka is too far behind in that conversation. But generally for this series, um, Let's, we can we can talk about you know who do you like first and then what kind of are your keys to a victory for the team that you do like to win this series. I like Golden State. They are the more well-rounded team. Obviously, why they're favored. I would never lay that much juice to win a series. There are some smarter ways that you can bet it. Yeah. I like that there's the option for a team to win game one and win the series at minus one thirty-five. You can get Golden State to win game one and the series for minus one thirty-five. This is the best home team in the NBA. The Warriors haven't lost a home playoff game yet this season. Dallas, they don't have size, and that's the biggest problem. Dallas isn't going to be able to stop someone like a Draymond Green or Kevon Looney. Dallas really has been lacking in a really good big man ever since losing Chris Stapp's Porzingis at the trade deadline. I mean, when you're led by your point guard in rebounds, that's a problem. You really need somebody yeah. else to go up against such defensively focused, um, a defensively focused team like Golden State can be. Also, the games against Dallas this year, Steph, Draymond, and Clay Thompson did not play together in right. any of those games in the regular season against the Mavs. Again, going back to that playoff home favorite, rest versus no rest, 75% straight up, 46-55-1 against the spread. I'm going to be laying the points with the Golden State Warriors in game one. Terrell, uh, overall for this Western Conference Finals, keys on what you're looking at and who do you like to win this series? I think that we are in for a treat. I don't want to be quick to go ahead and say I think Golden State is going to win the series because I think Dallas does have some intangibles that is going to make them competitive. And the biggest thing that is killing me for Golden State has been the thing that has plagued them ever, like forever, plagued them from even the 73 and 9 season is that they can't stop turning the ball over. They, they move the ball so fluently and they're so they they're so predicated on moving the ball, sharing the ball, everything, but they get careless and that carelessness and that, um, with the ball sometimes forces turnovers. And of course, turnovers are going to come in that type of offense. That's the offense that they run. They're going to get turnovers, but it's getting to the point where it's too much and it can actually hinder them. And that's the thing, because I know Dallas has a strong defense. I know adjustments from Jason Kidd. I, I expect them to get punched in the mouth, but I expect the adjustments from Jason Kidd to come in as well. And if they can capitalize off of those turnovers, then that's going to make up for the rebounding edge that they're going to lack in this series, because this isn't, Rudy Gobert, this isn't DeAndre Ayton. 
Kevon Looney can run. (laughs) Kevon Looney can run. You're not going to run him off the floor like you you tried the other two. You're not going to just get the switch. He's probably the best matchup that you probably want to get Luka on the outside, but Mm -hmm. he can still defend too. Like, Kevon Looney's not no scrub. And so it's going to be a tough – it's definitely going to be a tougher series for the Dallas Mavericks, but I think that they're good enough with just how they play defensively. And Luka Doncic is one of the top five players left in – the NBA playoffs. I think that yeah. he's going to give them a chance. He's going to create for his guys on the outside and Golden State's defense has been a uh, suspect for portions of the season. Now they're fully healthy and it's a different story, but they are able to give up big games as well to role players. So I'm really looking forward to seeing guys like Jalen Brunson try to step up. Spencer Dinwiddie try to spe- step up. Uh, Reggie Bullock and DFS try to step up. So we'll see. But I'm on. I'm on Dallas. I like Dallas plus the uh, one and a half here. Okay, I think that they can force a game seven and make this interesting. Do, do you like Warriors for the series, or do you like Dallas for to win the series? To win the series, I'm. I'm just gonna take Dallas because I love the value. Okay. So it's a value play for me, and I'm gonna take Dallas because I love the value. I play the one and a half as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I would not if I played the Warriors. I would do like Ariel said, and I would probably be smarter, or I would wait until the series comes back to Dallas and Dallas probably ties things up. You'll probably get a better number there. Yeah. A couple of things, uh, both you and Ariel mentioned there that wanted to touch on is number one, Terrell, you just said that turnovers. I was talking to Scott offline about some player props that I was looking at for game one here. Um, and again, we saw this all throughout, not only in the first round, but also in the second round against Memphis, where it seemed like after John Moran got injured that, or even throughout the whole entire series where they were trying to play way too fast and it really let the it led like teams like Memphis and their round one matchup. Um, it kept them in the game, right? And I think that if they're able to cut down on their turnovers, it, this could turn into a quick series. But again, you know, with Draymond, who's been averaging close to five turnovers per game in the playoffs, he had. Uh, if I, I was looking it up earlier this morning, that he had I think five, six, and seven turnovers against the uh, Dallas Mavericks during the regular season as well. Um, so I think that number one, that need to cut down on the turnovers. I know we didn't touch on this either, but I want to get your thoughts on this. Getting Steve Kerr back on that sideline versus Mike huge. Brown. It's, I mean, we haven't really talked about that. How huge is that? There, there's a reason that Mike Brown is the coach of the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> so it's absolutely huge getting Steve Kerr back there. And this is an underrated coaching matchup. I don't think – it. honestly – Fuck what Kramer says. Steve, Jason Kidd is a great coach. <laughs> and I can't wait he till Kramer hears this and he listens. He made in the last series for sure. I mean, his adjustments were great. I really ruled out the Mavs. I just figured they didn't have the size. Look at Anjek has been leading the team in rebounds and he's been pushing the team offensively, which scares me for a team in Dallas, like the way the, the Nuggets played because the Nuggets mm-hmm. really had to rely so much on their MVP, Nikola yeah. Jokic. Because Jokic was forced into having to either play defense or focus on the offense. He didn't have anyone else to help him on either end if he wasn't holding up his end of the bargain in both. That's what scares me for the Mavericks when going up against the Warriors. Because the Warriors have the defense and they have someone scary like Draymond Green underneath. And Kevon Looney who could grab boards. He just grabbed 22 the other game. Those are the things that scare me about the Mavericks going up against the Warriors because the Mavericks just don't have somebody to help Luka Doncic out when he needs it on one side of the ball so he could focus on the other. 
And so for me, that's why I'm looking. Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie, you got to go get your money. Like yep. especially Jalen Brunson, which you yeah. come in a free agent this offseason. This is the series. If, fuck everything that happened with the Jazz. That was great. This mm-hmm. is the series you earn your money. If you can go out here and be a 20 point per game scorer in this series and give them a ch- and give yourselves a chance, you're going to get paid, young man. You are going to get paid. So. It's got to be Jalen Brunson. And when you look at Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie, I think they have the matchup on the other side. Klay Thompson's not moving how he should on the defensive end, and I think it's just because, you know, a little bit of rust and the injury there. But mm-hmm. they can they can exploit that. You saw John Morant was able to exploit it. I think Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie can exploit that. And you would think that either Klay or Draymond is coming to help with Luka. So they have some some opportunities on that weak side where they can actually go and go to work. Yeah, I think that's a, a, another key. What you just mentioned is that John Moran was before he got injured in that round two matchup with the Warriors was that he was getting whatever he wanted, finishing around the basket, right? Getting to the basket at will and getting to the free throw line as well. But you you have a different animal coming in now in Luca, who is a top five player in the entire NBA. In my eyes, he's a guy that can knock down those step back three point jump shots. He, he's a guy that can make those fadeaway jump shots. He can get to the basket at will. And if you see this guy's footwork, it's absolutely amazing uh, for what he's able to do. So this Warriors defense is going to really have their hands full with Luka um, uh, it th- even throughout this whole series. I agree with you, Terrell. I think this probably does get to at least seven games. And again, like you mentioned, I, I think that Jason Kidd was drawing those comparisons to Ty Lue for the uh, – not not the coaching style, but the the, the – Adjustments, adjustments defense that yeah that they that they've both made you know going back to last season with Tyler and this season with Jason Kidd so it's gonna be interesting to see that if Dallas is able to steal one here in San Francisco against the Golden State Warriors um and, and then it goes back to Dallas where Dallas has been really good at home but you mentioned Spencer Dinwiddie in this last game in that series clinching game against the Phoenix Suns that was his best game Dog. by I don't know in how long yeah 25 minutes, he finished up with 30 points. And I'm not saying that he's going to have to score, come out and score 30 points every single night. But he's, if he's able to contribute 13, 15 points a night and mm-hmm. kind of take that scoring pressure off of Luka, I think Dallas has a, has a good chance and they're live dogs in this series. But um, and I'm picking Dallas because I'm, I don't want to sound biased because I am holding a futures ticket on the Warriors to win the oh, championship. Green it up. You're <laughs> green it up, bro. That's all you yeah. you just so, green it up. So, yeah, I got it early in the season. It was like the first thing I put out. I put it, I think, at 12 to 1. Wow. Good yeah. And I'm holding a 25 to one ticket on the uh, Miami Heat as well um, that Sean got me down on when they were out in Vegas. Uh, so I'm, ho- I'm hoping for a, a Warriors and Heat um, NBA finals matchup, but we'll see. Um, let's do this. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. And if then- I, wait, wait, no. Because if oh. I moon off and I get a Warriors and uh, Heat matchup, I'm pulling up just like this. People can't see, but feet <laughs> on the desk. <laughs> Arms behind the head, just chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> Let's take a uh, quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation, and then we'll get into uh, actual our game one handicap for this uh, Western Conference Finals. We're brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on Win's $50 Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, a WinBet casino is offering 100 deposit bonus up to $1,000. And also, win a golf trip to win in Las Vegas for the PGA Championship if you bet $100 or more on golf this week and be entered to win a golf trip to win Las Vegas for a golf trip. 
There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over or under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like, pick over or under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can play and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download now on their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile device, join our listeners group as well on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your deposit, your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP by using promo code SGPNBA. So go to sleeper.com slash SGPNBA to get your first match up to $100 for your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into the handicap for game one here tonight for the Western Conference Finals. Currently seeing uh, over on win bet and opening line, or sorry, the current line is at minus five for the Golden State Warriors, minus 220 on the money line with a total of 214. Uh, Ariel, I know you said you did like the sorry the uh, Golden State Warriors in game one here on their home floor. Um, anything else that you maybe want to add to the handicap there? Uh, any player props you want to throw out? And then uh, we'll get to the total here in a second. But uh, as far as the side and maybe some player props you want to throw out. First, I like the spread. I told you in the last segment, Golden State Warriors, I was going to lay the points with due to that 75% straight up, 46, 55, and one against the spread number. Playoffs home favorite with rest versus the ones with no rest, just in case anyone tuned in midway through this podcast. Second, the goal here is to wear out Luka Doncic. If you could wear out the best player on the Mavericks, similar to what the Warriors were able to do with Nikola Jokic in Denver, then you can have a really good shot at stopping this Dallas team. Now, it's hard to stop Luka Doncic, of course, which is why I'm looking at a first half over early in the series, uh, at least for the first couple of games in Golden State. Just wait for those adjustments to be made, then you back off. For now, they're going to try to figure out, hey, are we going to focus on Luka offensively? Are we going to focus on Luka Doncic defensively? His defense has been great. Luka Doncic over rebounds, Luka Doncic over assists. Now, I'll start with rebounds because I'm still trying to figure out if I want to play both, if I want to combine them. The rebounds have been money for Luka Doncic, and the books have not moved off this 9.5 number. It's Mm -hmm. stayed at 9.5 the entire playoffs. They just decide how much they want to juice the over on. He has gone over this in 7 out of 10 uh, playoff games this year of 9.5 rebounds. The thing is, when I looked at the game by game in the last series with Golden State and um, 
Memphis. Mm -hmm. The last series, it looked as if more of the assists were going to the guards. It was John Morant with 10, 8, and 7. Then it was Dylan Brooks, the forward, who ended up with 8. Then Tyus Jones had 9 and 8 in the games without John Morant, too. It looks like with a seven and a half assist number, that just seems so low for someone like Luka Doncic, who is the only one that really dishes the ball out in this Mavs team. Yeah. I lean to the over seven and a half assists. I also lean to the over on his nine and a half rebounds. I'm looking more there than I am for points, especially early on. Let them try to keep up in Dallas defensively. Um, it does scare me a little bit because the Warriors just play so well at home. However, numbers-wise, those are the plays for Luka. Rebounds or assists to the over. The other trend that I saw was the Golden State Warriors shooting guard Clay, Com- Clay Thompson over six and a half rebounds plus assists. Three of his last four games have gone over that combo. He's had eight in Golden State uh, in Golden State's home game against Dallas in the regular season. He had eight combined rebounds plus assists. The Phoenix Suns shooting guard Devin Booker went over six and a half rebounds plus assists in all but one game when uh, up against um went up against Dallas in the yeah. last series mm-hmm. that's why I'm looking to Clay Thompson over six and a half rebounds plus assists those are my three uh the the one about uh Luca had a question for you and you obviously you're the expert at the prop betting and uh, do you pay play those separately because I know that or do you go with the combination of uh, rebounds and assists combined? Because right now I see a 17 and a half for Luca rebounds and assists combined. Um, do you play that way or do you play those both separately? This game one, I'm probably going to play them separately. Okay. I usually mm-hmm. would like to combine them. I love the rebounds plus assists market. I am just concerned that Luca hasn't been dishing the ball out as much recently. Yeah. It was more of a handicap for what I saw in the last series with Golden State and Memphis, that the Warriors were allowing a lot of assists to a player as opposed to allowing a lot of rebounds. I'm scared for the re- for the matchup potentially of Draymond Green underneath and Luka Doncic just not being able to match up with him. Yeah. Whereas in the last series, the Mavericks didn't have to, like Luka Doncic didn't really have to worry too much um, about size being too much of an issue going up against because he, it, to me, it's just all about the matchup. And right. I am waiting to see in this game one how they decide to play Luca. And I think that's what it comes down to. So I know, yes, rebounds plus assists. If you want to combine them, it makes sense. But I'd rather go one and one on the props and yeah. get a good feel for is it going to be a rebound series again, like it was last series for Luca? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be an assist series? Because that's just what the Warriors were allowing in their last matchup in the mm-hmm. last round. They were allowing more assists than rebounds. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Terrell, game one handicap. Let's start with uh, your side pick here. And then we'll get into some player props and then we'll talk about the total. But what do you what do you like it for game one here? No, yeah, I'm all over the Warriors in game one. Um that <laughs> this is the ultimate letdown spot. That is that's what it is for me. It's a letdown spot. You don't come, you don't go to a game seven and on the road in Phoenix and completely dog wash them out the building, like not even close. And Lucas said in the press conference, they asked him, they're like, hey, did you know at halftime you had the same amount of points? as the uh the sun's team the sun's, and he was yeah. like hell yeah i knew <laughs> hell yeah i knew so i'm really really hoping that you know somebody gets under luca's skin because a mad a villain luca yeah villain trey villain luca uh, he's pretty bad too he's pretty bad too so uh no i'm all over the warriors in this series in in this game yeah i think that uh minus five is probably it's a little bit of a trap you would think you know hey that's a little bit of a lot of points for 
uh, Western Conference Finals game. But mm-hmm. I think the Warriors uh, easily cover it. And it's truly because I'm waiting to see the adjustments. It's more of a field game. Game one's always kind of a field game. If you drop game one, you're not, you're not sitting here and saying you're losing the series, especially if you drop game one on the road. I yeah. think this is way more important to the Warriors than it is to the Mavericks because if you drop game one on the road, you're like, all right, well, they have home court. Drop game one. This is, you know, going as expected. We're not, we're not panicking, anything like that. But if the Warriors lose game one at home, especially mm-hmm. off rest, they're, you're like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. We just lost home court. Yeah, just like that, that fast. We just lost home court. And so I think the Warriors come out here, make a statement. One of my favorite prop bets for today is um, I'm fading the role players for the Mavericks today. So guys like Dorian Finney-Smith, even Jalen Brunson in this first game. I'm fading guys like that in this first game just because I don't – one, I think that the moment is just a little bit too big for them on the road starting the Western Conference Finals, but also – we've seen a difference in these role players and how they play on the road. We've seen a major difference. And especially for the Mavericks, if those three point shots aren't hitting, then guys like that aren't scoring. And so it's going to be all up to Luca, who I still think is going to have a pretty solid series. Yeah. They're going to make it tough on him, but he's still going to go out there and do and probably get around 30 points per game. But yeah. guys like Dorian Finney-Smith getting into double figures, guys <clears> like Jalen Brunson getting into 20, it's not going to be as easy, especially not to start. So I'm looking to fade and play a lot of unders with those guys. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's it's no secret, and we've talked about this a lot, that role players just play better at home, especially in the playoffs. And, um, you know, we saw that with Dallas, you know, in Utah in those first couple of games where they didn't have Luka and then they did the same thing on their home floor um, for the through the first six games. In game seven, you know, Spencer did we, Luka, uh, those guys all had a great game to, you know, get that victory over the Phoenix Suns. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all over the Warriors here as well. Um, it's the same trend that Ariel mentioned that teams coming off of the game seven victory now having to travel on the road in that game one. And um, even though that Dallas does have an extra day of rest, I don't think that's going to matter compared to what Boston had. Um, but I do like the uh, Golden State Warriors here. Um, you guys talked about player props. I'll mention one that I do like. Um, and I wish that there wasn't a weight in the ladder. This I talked about it earlier was Draymond Green um, turnovers, and you know, <laughs> right now it's it's listed at two and a half at minus one eighty. That's a little too rich for my blood. I'm not gonna uh, say that you know lay a minus one eighty price, but I think that's a prop to kind of keep your eye out for because during the regular season, or I'm sorry, during this postseason, uh, Draymond, we've seen it with our own eyes that he's been turning the ball over at a very very high rate. I believe he's at at least four or five turnovers in every single game um, against uh, in round two um, against the Memphis. I think it was like five out of six games where he had over uh, four uh, turnovers but right now at two and a half, maybe wait for that number to move. If it does get to a three and a half at plus money, but that's one player prop I am looking at. Um, and it's not his fault. So yeah. it's not completely his fault. Like when you, when you're the facilitator on the team mm-hmm. and especially in a Steve Kerr offense is so predicated on off ball movement. That yeah. if you're if you watch the games, it's just that Draymond thought somebody was cutting to the basket. Right. That person thought he was cut, he was staking out by the three point line, mm-hmm. and the ball goes out of bounds. And and now Draymond stuck with the turnover. So it's like it's not his fault, but yeah. the offense gives like it gives the way for so many more turnovers, and that's why it's such a good prop to bet. That's why it's minus one eighty juice. So if you can buy it up and get it to three and a half, or you could find a three and a half out there for some better for a better number, I would definitely play that. I love that prop. Yeah, during the regular season, these uh, two teams matched up four times. He had five turnovers, six, seven, 
and then just one. And then in the postseason against, like I said, uh, against Memphis, he had at least four in uh, five out of those six games. So um, I think I'll probably wait. I think that number will probably will get, we'll get to three and a half uh, just based on what I've been looking at that, that juice moving um, quickly on the total area. I know you said you like the first half over here, but for the full game, do you have anything else from a total perspective, anything that you do, do like? Nothing on the full game total. I would rather play the first half over okay. uh, just to see how these two feel each other out. Could see Luka Doncic uh, trying to just shoot the ball and try to both of them just trying to score on each other for the first half of this game and then kind of let the defenses settle in in the second half when they get a better read on each other. I don't really have a play, though, on the full game. Uh, okay. I'll see how it moves maybe throughout the day. But for now, um, I'm just sticking with that first half over. Yeah, I like that one as well. Terrell, you have anything on uh, any totals for this game, maybe full game, first quarter, first half? Yeah, if I had to play a total pregame, it would probably be the under. I felt okay. like that the Mavericks defense was going to travel. They were going to force the uh, Golden State war- Warriors to making forced turnovers, not just the unforced turnovers, but the forced turnovers. And it was going to be a defensive game from the Mavericks, but I didn't think that their scoring was going to be there just as a mm-hmm. letdown spot from that last game. And I don't expect the role players to show up in game one. So I like the full game under, but to play Ariel gave me an idea and I love playing it like this is playing the first half over and then coming in on that a live bet on that under, because that you, that first half over is as it's going, you're probably going to get, 220, 221. Last night, I think at halftime, the over-under was at 220, and it started at 204. Yeah. So you're going to get a way higher number, and you can come back in on that number and bet the under, and I like to play that because I do think that the second half goes a Golden State Warriors second half where they dominate the third quarter. It becomes mm-hmm. – they go get out in transition. They get a lot of easy buckets, run up the score on the team, and then they just hold them to minimal points, and that's where the blowout comes. Yeah, and I think that from the conversation that we're gathering here, <clears throat> that we do like Golden State here. I think that it's kind of making sense to me to take maybe a Warriors team total over uh, over the 109 and a half here because you know we've talked about how dominant, not even this postseason, but how dominant when they've won those rings in the playoffs, how good they've been at, at home. And I think that 109 and a half uh, for the Warriors team total is something that I do like, uh, at least in this game one. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to throw out there for game one before we take one last break here? Yeah, I got the first quarter. Golden mm-hmm. State is three and eight straight up in the first quarter over the course of these 11 games they played in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's just one, they just get a feel and they're not afraid. They're not afraid of the other team. They're like, you go on your runs, we're going to go on our runs. So yeah. it, they allow other teams to start the, the game early and they, they don't care because they're like, all right, we're just getting a feel. We're trying to get an understanding and understand this series. So mm-hmm. I'm getting Dallas at plus 130 for in the first quarter. And you, you, when you listen to Jason Kidd, he talks about we, we really don't want to play from behind when we play these teams. We don't want to let them get out and head and be chasing and all that. They really take the first quarter serious over the course of the playoffs yeah, give me Dallas first quarter money line plus 130. I'll sprinkle on that. I think it's a pretty solid bet. Yeah, we've seen the Warriors really get off the slow starts. Um, you know, and Scott was was good to highlight this when we we're doing the round twos that we we know we had bets on Memphis first quarter uh, money lines as well. We're cashing as high as plus 170, plus 180, plus 190. We're also the best first quarter team in basketball this year. Yeah. yeah. And those numbers were, those numbers, or at least the first uh, quarter money lines, 
were at a great price. Even when they uh, lost John Moran, they were still coming out and playing real well. And like Ariel mm-hmm. just said, uh, Memphis, not only against a spread for the full game, but also those first quarter, they were one of the best, if not the best team in that first the quarter. Best. So yep. yeah, that's a great call there too. I love that. All right, let's take one last break here. We'll wrap up the show with some best bets. Um, and then we will get out of here. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day, You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will, will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish online on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com and use promotional code SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code set promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into some picks here. Uh, we usually do lock and dog, but uh, Ariel, I'm going to let you give out a, maybe a best bet for it, maybe the series that you like, a player prop best bet you want to give out for it, maybe the entire series or game one, whatever you want to give out to our listeners. What do you got? I'll go with some series plays since we didn't really touch on those more. First, I mentioned sure. a little bit earlier, I touched on the fact that the Golden State Warriors are minus 135 to win game one and win the series. I like that because they have the home court advantage and they are the best home court in basketball this year. Yeah. The Warriors this season, uh, 31 and 10 at home, which just by quick glance is the second most home wins behind the Phoenix Suns, who had 32. Um, so I really like the home court advantage that the Warriors have, and they haven't lost a playoff game yet at home. When it comes to the Eastern Conference, 
I do still like the Boston Celtics. The updated line on the Celtics to win this series, I haven't seen, which is bad. Uh, Miami is minus 155, Boston plus 125. I don't mind that at all, getting the Celtics down right now, one nothing in the series. I still believe that the Celtics will get healthier throughout the series. They'll get some players out of COVID protocol. Their defense will get better. They'll be more rested. They'll be more in the groove of things. Coming off of a game seven in Boston is really tough to do. It was a perfect letdown spot for the heat to take advantage of the celtics were gassed at the end miami took advantage well now you're going to enter game two and the heat just really don't have enough pieces for me to feel confident offensively that they can overpower this top-notch defense in boston that's been the best in the last second well, the second half of the season i'll go take the celtics as a dog at plus 125 on the series i'm going to take the warriors minus 135 to win game one and win the series i love it i love it uh terrell oh you're going to lead off for our lock and dogs as you sorry before he yells at me. Um, I will go. I think the lock for me is going to be uh, Warriors minus five. I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, the double locks have been hitting for us. I think we did a great job yesterday with we all took Miami Heat uh, on the pod. Um, so I'm going to go Warriors minus five for game one as my lock. For my dog, um, again, I'm going to wait for that turnovers prop here tonight for Draymond Green. I don't know why. I really love that play because, again, the numbers are there in front of you, and we discussed it, um, how Terrell hit the nail on the head that, you know, with guys that Draymond thinks that are going to cut uh, and they, you know, come out to the three-point line and he kind of throws the ball away, even the fast break where he kind of throws it away. But um, I'll give out a serious prediction here. I, I, I kind of do like Dallas here. Uh, in this series, I talked about this on the on the on the mothership with Sean and Ryan. Uh, I will take the Dallas Mavericks to lose Game One and win the series. At Ooh. let's see here, that's juiced. I know it is. Do I even I, see that? Uh, let me see. Dallas Mavericks. No. Yeah, yeah. Plus plus four fifty. I'll take that. Oh. I'll throw out a little bit of heavy juice there. Why not? Let's swing for the Boy. fences here a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Warriors to win game one. Dallas to win series plus 450. But if Boy. Golden State Warriors wins a series, I'm not I'm not complaining too That's much. That's true. As we just... You also still have. <laughs> yeah, you have. The yeah. She's hedging. Yeah, yeah, so a little bit of hedging. Greening up. We call it greening up around yeah. here. <laughs> nervous. Uh, Terrell, <laughs> lock and dog for tonight. And maybe, you know, throughout your official series prediction as well. All right. So. I mean, I, do I just do it? I just, nah, let's just do it. Let's not get cute. Let's do it. All right, Golden State minus five. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> come on, guys. It's game one. They're going to go out here and rock. All right, for my dog. Yeah, let's take that Dallas Mavericks first quarter, plus 130. I like, I like that. that. I got it on plus 130 at WinBet. Shop around your books, see if you got something else. But I think the Mavericks – I think the Mavericks want to go out here and say, hey, we can compete with this team. And they might even do it for the whole first half, not even just first quarter. They won't say, wait, we can go out here and compete with this team. My perfect scenario for this game and how I'm going to be looking to live bet it is I would love for the Mavericks to be up at half by about three or four, four or five points. And then I'm going to slam everything I own on that Warriors minus one and a half third quarter because they're going to come out and have an absolute trap meet after halftime. And so... Uh, moving on, Moon off for that Draymond Turner was prop. Just put like a hundred thousand dollars on the over at minus one eighty, so that we can get the three and a half at like plus money. So I, I appreciate you do that for us. All right, I got you guys. Though. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for the series, 
I, I do think Dallas is in it. A game seven in Golden State is not as easy to win. Oh no! As a game seven in well, it's not easy to win a game seven on the road anywhere. But I don't know if I'm picking three in one playoff. So I'll just take the plus one and a half for the Dallas Mavericks. I think they're. I think they're going to make it interesting. I think that they will have very good games in Dallas and kind of punch this Warriors team a little bit. But if you want the juice. Golden State Warriors to win in six is at plus 450. All right. There is a uh, book that offers those number of game sevens in the conference finals right now. I'm seeing one at plus 110. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I, would, I think that's I would a possibility. Actually, and I think you can get it's, – it's a whole bunch of different ways to play it. It's actually probably a little bit better if you just bet the series to go to seven games because I'm seeing that at plus 180. So okay, just yeah. look around and look for different ways to make these bets. I think that the plus one and a half just – saves you in case Dallas just ultimately destroys the Warriors, which I really don't think happens. I think that if that one and a half cash is because it got to seven. So probably look around, look for what you feel comfortable for and what gives you the best odds. There we go. I always uh, love to say those kinds of bets, but in these times in the playoffs, it is fun to just sprinkle some fun money on it because there's not as many options anyway. I know a lot of people don't always advise it. And of course, if you're this sharp better, you probably are going to just put more money on small on less bets. However, mm-hmm. more people listening to this and more people that are public betters, which is more of what the world is these days, it's going to be about people wanting to have fun, but finding mm-hmm. smart ways to have fun. And that's mm-hmm. what I think is really important when it gets down to the Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals, or even in the Stanley Cup playoffs when you're down to the last two games or you're like the last two series, I mean, World Series when it happens in baseball. Just find those fun ways to bet smart bets, but don't put all your money on it. Do it so that it's fun if it wins, it's okay if it loses. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Pizza bets is what we, or I like to call it, but it's sometimes known as uh, in the betting industry to have some fun money. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Um, Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, it's, it's always it. fun having you on. I'm going to give you the floor here. Anything that you want to plug and also where uh, our listeners can find you on social media. Make sure to go to Yahoo Sportsbook on Twitter and sports.yahoo.com or download the Yahoo Sports app. I'm also on Ariel Epstein at Twitter and Ariel Epstein on Instagram. In addition to my new show on MLB Network called The Pregame Spread, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday on MLB Network. Any Anything else you want to mention? Anything? I, what we talked about last night? Anything? Yeah, oh, how great. You, oh, you really want me to go there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I deserve it. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, the the Yankees are starting out the year on fire. (laughs) I am still a sadistic Yankees fan, though, and don't ever expect anything of this team when it comes to the playoffs. I am hopeful for the Yankees, but I am sorry that your Boston Red Sox have just been atrocious. They have the fourth worst winning percentage at home this year, which for a place like Fenway Park is just like you should just light the place on fire because that's so, so wrong that you guys in one of the most prestigious ballparks in baseball history can't show your fans wins. That's so terrible. Uh, I'm I'm not going to get into it right now. I know <laughs> I'm going to have to get you back on the MLB pod and then uh, we can go and, at and it a little as bit a Mets there, fan. <laughs> Me as a Mets fan, just in the back, minding my business. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mets fans are having a good season so far. Yeah. Like I said, Can't definitely check out a series. Oh yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe a world series. 
Hey, it's crazy to think how much it could take 2000 for granted because it really is tough to have a subway series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Like uh, Ariel said, make sure to follow her on Twitter uh, and also on her newest show on the MLB network. Now I have two friends on the MLB network, Ariel and uh, Dave Sherapin. So I uh, love talking baseball all the time. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Terrell, let the people know where they can control you a little more, give you the more juice to your life of villainy uh, before we get out of here, my man. Ah, uh, yes. The life of villain row has been amazing. Muna, did I tell you I that since I started the WBA podcast, I've hit six straight dogs, six and oh in my dogs. I've my been listening. And my yes, you have. And my loss of two and four, which is crazy. I hate that. Don't you hate when you have such a good ATS record, 14 and five ATS, but you're two and four in your locks. That's ridiculous. I'm going to have to do better. But I'd rather go six and all on my dogs and get that uh, profitable ooh, day. Hey, look now, look now. That plus 260 last night was crazy. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> you guys know where to find me at really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. Hey, please, I welcome it. I welcome everything. I'm like Trey Young in Madison Square Garden. Just feed everything to me. It makes me play so much better. So, Make sure you subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Join the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. Hop in the NBA channel. Hop in the WNBA channel. We're all out here doing these things, still doing the fantasy football stuff. Got a fantasy football episode dropping later today, rookie mock draft. Uh, so we're going to talk good things on there. And then, you know, I'm right here where home is, Moonoff. Yes, sir. Right here where home is. We Hey, we had a great season. We still rolling. We yep. still rolling. Yeah. Like I said, we're going to be here all NBA playoffs long, uh, grinding out these pods every single day for you guys. So make sure if you haven't subscribed, left us a rating and review for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Please make sure to do so. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Like Terrell said, make sure to get over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of great stuff happening um, between prepping for NFL drafts. I'm oh, sorry, fantasy football drafts. Uh, we're going to be cranking out the prop cast with uh, player prop betting uh, and the MLB gambling podcast as well. We're doing real well over there. Uh, so make sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a rating and review on all the shows. Uh, and make sure to subscribe to Terrell's newest pod, WNBA Gambling Podcast. Those guys are crushing it. With that being said, Terrell, thank you so much. Ariel, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Scott and Terrell will be back tomorrow. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Phone go off. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it.